Welcome to Eat This Scroll, a University Fellowship Church podcast. My name is Chris Moore, and I am happy to be here with you. It is the wonderful, gloomy Wednesday in, in the uh, almost noon o'clock, and uh, we, we uh, I lost mantra, we get together twice a week to chew on God's word, to hopefully encourage and edify you, equip you, give you a little peek behind the curtain into our hearts. And this week we have Jamie Harms. Welcome, Jamie Harms. <laughs> Hi, Chris. <laughs> You're making me laugh. <laughs> we are We are both, we're in rare form today. We are, but we're here. Yeah, too much to do, not enough time to do it. Exactly. But that's how she goes. So. <laughs> but you know what won't stop, dear listener? My devotion to you in this podcast. <laughs> I will stand against the, the hellfires of... I don't know, some dragon name I was trying to think of. Smog is Smog, the only one I can think you. of. Yeah. <laughs> but that might already be taken, <laughs> so you'll taken. have to come up with your own dragon. <laughs> yeah, he's already been handled. So <laughs> what are you coming Said, let's come up with something to talk to, <laughs> talk about. I'm like, well, I'm teaching tomorrow. So um, I figure we can talk about a little bit about what I'm teaching tomorrow. Yes. And if you're the listener who was there, uh, at the women's Bible study that mm-hmm. happens every single week, even if study has been yes. going on, been popping, uh, this will be your way to get a refresher or a deeper dive or just a different perspective. Exactly. So, so, so what we're talking about this week is we're looking into the stories of the Hebrew midwives in Egypt okay. and, um, Ebed Amalek, which is in the book of Jeremiah. Naturally. And, um, <clears throat> both of these stories talk about, these um, people who feared God mm-hmm. and disobeyed their earthly masters um, in order to save life. So mm-hmm. the Hebrew midwives saved the lives of the babies. And um, I should really work on how to pronounce this before tomorrow. Ebed Malek um, saved Jeremiah's life. Mm. And so the 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 aspect and the character of God that we are flushing out is Adonai, God, our master. Okay. And what does it look like to have um, masters? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something that we really don't like in our culture. We want to be our own master. But what a good master might look like versus a not good master. Mm-hmm. And why it's worth saying, Lord, I want you to be my master. Yeah. Yeah, because this Christian life does uh, produce a transformed life. Mm-hmm. You know, when we we change from... Uh, having the world and the flesh and sin and the devil be our master, bound to those things. And then the Lord plucks us out of that and mm-hmm. says, you're mine now. And we say, you're our master now. Yes. That is gonna, there's going to be a difference in our lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And what kind of differences do you think you would see, Chris? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I always go to one of my favorite words that uh, is our, our affections begin mm-hmm. to change mm-hmm. and take on new forms. Uh, I'm in... First John right now with my men's group. And one of the things it just just totally nails to the wall is this idea of brotherly love mm-hmm. and walking in mm-hmm. the light. And that these things are markers. And without these things, it's indicators that you're actually, you're not of the light. You're not mm-hmm. of the Lord. So yeah, I would say affections, what our desires are and our relationships. So, so the fruit of things that we're seeing indicate who our master is. Yeah. And we become like our master. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I mean, I've been thinking about it even just in terms of, um, I'm, I played soccer in a different life a long time ago. <laughs> and, um, you know, a, a head coach, mm-hmm. you know, like that he is in essence 
a master or a leader over the things that are going on on a soccer field. Mm -hmm. And, you know, why would I choose to make him my master? It's like, well, I can't achieve my own goals by myself. Mm-hmm. somebody else, you know? And so, you know, that's also part of this too. Um, I see his character and I know he has the best interests of me and the team in mind. Okay. So he, and he has influence and power in his position. He's using it for good. He's using it for flourishing. Um, and so, yes, my goals align with him mm-hmm. and he has the power and he has the ability to do, make this happen. His character is good. Um, I'm going to align myself and make him my master. So when, at practice, he says, nope, you're doing this. We do that, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, and so there's, there, I think there's an element of that when I'm thinking about God as my master too, mm-hmm. right? You know, I can look and see and know him as creator God who's all powerful and all knowing and everywhere all at once. And I see that and say, okay, he is powerful enough to be a master. I see his love for me and I see his character and say, I want to align myself with that. Mm -hmm. And if my goal is to know and be with Jesus, I can't do that because of my sin. Yeah. And so I need somebody outside of myself to be that master Mm -hmm. of me um, so that I can start bearing that fruit like you're talking about. I can be like that master because you have to have contact with that master in order for... um, growth to happen. Yeah. If I never showed up to practice, my head coach couldn't do anything with me, right. you know? And so even just thinking a little bit about, well, what do we know about our God that allows us to say, yes, I want him to be my master. Mm-hmm. And even in the case of both of these stories, what did they know? Mm-hmm. You know? The midwives, this was before the Exodus. This was before the sanctuary and the tabernacle. This was before any of that. What did they know? Mm-hmm. They knew creation. Mm-hmm. They knew his power. They had seen Joseph. Um, and some of those stories there, they, so they're, they're learning about who God is. And from that, they say, yep, that's enough to say, I want you to be my master. Yeah. And for them, that probably ran a very real risk. Mm-hmm. And for many, many people, I mean, I think of Daniel as another great mm-hmm. example of defying the authorities. Um, so what are some ways that you think people could practically, um, miss the mark here. Maybe, mm-hmm. You know, they, they love the Lord. They show up on Sundays. Um, not that that is the, <laughs> the marker <laughs> that you are a Christian, but, um, but then sometimes practically, we don't always practically live like God is our master. So what are some ways that mm-hmm. that can happen in our lives and stuff we should be aware of? Mm-hmm. That is a great question. Um, let's see if I can actually answer it sufficiently for you. Um, so when I, look at these stories, they were under earthly masters. Mm-hmm. Um, and those earthly masters asked them to do things that were against God's law. Mm-hmm. And so I think part of our functioning is to realize who the ultimate master is. Um, often we want excuses to maybe go against masters in our world, whether that's a pharaoh or a the government. Govern, governor, you know, <laughs> yeah. whatever. And, and and we want excuses to disobey, but mm-hmm. does it actually go against what God is asking us to do? So I think there's, there's practically speaking, we have to know who our God is and what he is asking us to do so we can make that differentiation. Yeah. Um, and then be willing, like in both of these scenarios, to step out when something is wrong, even if it's at the expense of us. Yeah. Physically, reputation wise, 
um, relationally, relationally mm-hmm. be willing to do that. Yeah. Um, and so, so maybe that's part of the practical answer that you were asking for. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I think that, um, man, I wish I could say all the time, but sometimes not. Um, you know, that is usually the thing we look to is that's the marker when it costs us something. Mm-hmm. A lot of times our disobedience doesn't cost, cost us, us anything. Mm-hmm. It's just, um, or at least you know, initially. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it hurts our heart. It, it grieves the Holy Spirit, all those things. But I do think that you're onto something when, when we look at what it looks like to have a master mm-hmm. and the way that that forms, directs, guides, instructs your life, mm-hmm. corrects your life. Um, it, it 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 warrants it demands a self reflection mm-hmm. and to to check your ID badge and go okay does this say property of <laughs> Yahweh yes. or does this <laughs> well I mean one way to think about it and I'll use this term with the the ladies tomorrow is that it's God has full possession of us and mm-hmm. we give full submission to Him and and as we do that we when we're looking at God and His character we see initially all of those characteristics that I just mentioned God is creator God is all-sufficient, God is omniscient, all of these different things. Those are true about God, whether we believe it or not. But when we make Him our master, then all of a sudden, there's a whole bunch of things that we learn about God that we get to intimately know Him as our peace, Mm -hmm. as our helper, as our shepherd, as uh, and the list goes on. And so, as we make Him our master, that also allows us to know Him more intimately. Yeah. Um, and we get to see him work in different ways. Whereas if we choose not to make him our master, those things are still true about God, but right. we don't get to know him in that way. I think that's crucial because in in a world like ours, we have myriad questions, mm-hmm. unanswered, you know, crisis, catastrophe, hurt in our own lives, broken mm-hmm. relationships. Everyone always comes with the same questions. You know, what about this? And why did this happen? And how mm-hmm. come this is going on? And And all those things. And I think... A lot of times we don't get answers for that, but nope. what we do get is we get a glimpse into who God is. Yes. And that, like you said, is that peace that mm-hmm. carries us and says, okay, I don't know, mm-hmm. but I know who God is. I know who God is. And I don't understand how this exactly is working, mm-hmm. but I know that he is good. He's powerful and he's good. We talked about fear of the Lord last yeah. time. And you know, part of that making him our master is that fear, recognizing his power and yeah. who he is, and then having the the reverence and the respect for him as we get to experience him as our peace, mm-hmm. um, as one of those, as our our deliverance, as our righteousness, as um our holiness. Our yeah. And so all of these different aspects of who he is, we get to experience when we've allowed him to be our master. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're when your dad was around, you knew things were going to get taken care of. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> it's like okay, son says here, like it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. okay. But without that intimacy, mm-hmm. you don't quite have that security. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that is wonderful. That's a wonderful encouragement. I know it'll be great for the women. Hopefully. It's it's a uh, man timely. Like you opened with, this is not a message that our culture mm-hmm. and certainly our flesh at this time do mm-hmm. they don't want anything to do with that idea <laughs> we're familiar with a bunch of bad masters mm-hmm. and having to stop and think well what does it look like to have a good master mm-hmm. because our god is a good master yeah um and we can be in around bad masters like pharaoh and the government and mm-hmm. doctors and teachers whoever's in authority over you we i'm a bad master there. i know oh man <laughs> um and so we 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 can do that because we know who our real master our ultimate master is. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Yep. 
Wonderful. Jamie, thank you so much for sharing this. You're welcome. Give us a sneak peek. Sneak peek. I always feel like this is my way of like cheating where I get to hear what's going on in women's ministry. <laughs> <laughs> like I get windows into everyone's ministry. <laughs> so I appreciate it. Well, listener, yeah. hopefully you are encouraged and uh, take some time today, this week. Um, if you're not already participating, even if a women's Bible study for sure, but take some time to evaluate who is your master. And if it is Christ, if it is Yahweh, then then ask yourself, how how do you know? What's the fruit? What's the fruit? Because mm-hmm. um, your life will look different if, depending on who your master is. And some days, some days it is not. We the Lord. have to choose <laughs> yeah. every day that he is our master. <laughs> we do. We do. Well, listener, I hope you've been encouraged and we will get you on. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you to our guests for coming and sharing what they've been chewing on in God's word. We produce these podcasts and release them twice a week. So please subscribe so you don't miss out on one. And don't forget, love God. Love your neighbor and make disciples.